The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, for the first time in 2023, we join our US correspondent, Amy Thaler from Washington. Morning, Amy. Good morning, BK. So nice to see you again. And we are back for another year, and I believe you and your daughter had a wonderful Christmas New Year break in Italy and in Rome and all sorts of wonderful places. Oh, it was great. You know, there's been all sorts of craziness since we last chatted and so much. I don't even know where to start, but I'll start with the fact that Blythe and I did have a wonderful trip to Italy. And luckily we got out just in time because there was some horrific weather that hit America over the holidays. Um, While there were wicked snowstorms and bitter cold, devastating people's holidays here in the U.S., we were enjoying 15 degree weather and sunny skies in Italy. It was brilliant. But just as we were preparing to leave, the weather here got quite dodgy. Snowstorms and such started um, Mm. flight cancellations around December 19th and continued to snowball through Christmas until it became, this is my term, Southwest Airlines catastrophic Christmas cancellation chaos. (laughs) It wasn't entirely the weather that did it, though. Rather, it was um, ultimately due to Southwest Airlines' antiquated IT infrastructure. I mean, they hadn't touched the system for, I don't know, 30 years. Then to add insult to injury, just two weeks later, the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, experienced a system failure that stopped all departures and caused more than 9,000 delays. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg is a very busy man these days. And fortunately, Blythe and I weren't impacted by any of these issues. We had very smooth travel. Fantastic. Well, while you were away, and I guess you were watching it from, from Europe, Congress kept voting for the speaker and they kept voting and they kept voting. Gee, that was a crazy setup, that one. It was. It was. Well, it's actually right when we got back, they were trying to gear up again, but it took them a while to get in gear. And before the new members of the House can be sworn in, a new speaker must be elected. And it took Representative Kevin McCarthy of California a historic five-day 15 ballots and some major concessions to right-wing holdouts to finally secure the role of Speaker of the House. It was a long, drawn-out process, one that hasn't been seen since 1859, uh, and it does not bode well for his ability to actually lead nor the fate of progress over the next two years. It was an absolute cluster, but it's done and dusted, and all we can do now is hope for the best. And the next big story coming out of uh, out of the states is the the documents uh, found in in Biden's home and his garage and so on. What's going on there? Well, before we get to the documents, I want to talk about a few more shenanigans, right? right. Um, well, one in particular, Congressman George Santos of New York made a series of fraudulent claims about his educational professional background his business and financial disclosure statements, as well as his campaign expenses. And some of the party are calling for him to step down, but others like, I don't know, the new Speaker of the House, say the voters elected him to serve and they can make another decision in two years. And it's probably because they need his vote, so that's why the Speaker is standing by him uh, right now. But yes, President Biden um, did disclose several times now that some of his classified documents were found still in his possession, meaning old offices and such. And the first discovery was a handful of classified files that aides discovered as they were closing up one of his, a think tank office in D.C. His staff immediately contacted the National Archives, were turned over, and um, they've, been, uh, they've not been logged as, mis- as missing. 
The Attorney General, uh, Gov uh, General Merrick Garland, has initiated an investigation and assigned it to U.S. Attorney in Chicago, appointed by Trump. Republicans are, of course, jumping all over the matter, but many see these violations as vastly different to 45 due to the volume of the findings. They're not nearly as many. It's been a handful here and there, as well as Biden's cooperative approach. As soon as he's find them, he's called the archives. He's letting people come in and check it out. And talking but, about, well, whoa, 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 what? There's more. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. You're going to ask the question. Well, you, mean, up. you mentioned all 45. Trump again, his organization um, has been penalized. There's a penalty there, a fine. Yes, on Friday the 13th, interesting date, <laughs> the penalty for the family business on its criminal conviction was handed down. And, well, in relative terms, the company's revenue, uh, to the company's revenue, it doesn't sound like much, but it was the maximum punishment po possible. The Trump organization was ordered to pay $1.61 million U.S. dollars in criminal penalty for the conviction on felony, tax fraud, and other charges. And Alan Weisselberg, you'll remember, he was the CFO that testified yep. um, and cooperated with the prosecution, was sentenced to five months at the notorious Rikers Island Jail. Oh, well, there we go. It just won't go away, will it? And I believe it's Martin Luther King Day over there today. It is. And I want to end on a more uh, positive note, if you can see it that way. But Martin Luther King Day here in America, it's the only federal holiday that's designated as a national day of service, when Americans are actually encouraged to go out and make a positive impact on their communities. It's a day not only to reflect on the civil rights leader's legacy, but also respect them through acts of service. So I challenge all of you... Um, to see what act of service can you do today or this week or even this year, because we will all have a better 2023 with more acts of service and kindness. Nice way to end. You can now take your daughter to swimming lessons, Amy, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you again next week. Thanks, BK. Nice to be back. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're you done. Got... You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.